Hi everyone, welcome to Third Coast Gaming Radio. It is March 29th, 2021. It is episode 23. I'm joined by the once and always amazing awesome Taylor. Aw, shucks. I think I'm pretty amazing too. Aw. I, I, I had the other thing. There's like some compliment that people say and I can't remember what it is right now. Because I stayed up till 2 I, watching music videos. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, it's like, like, what do you mean? Like, the nice guy, Travis Doyle? Oh. Or, like, that, like, I don't, I don't, there are a lot of compliments people say. I also did stay up till 2, but not watching music videos. <laughs> it's okay. Here, let me, uh, let me ask you, Austin. The meme that everyone's talking about, is the ship still stuck? Is it stuck, Austin? I mean, I haven't. Let's see. Let's look at the. Let's Google the Ever Given. Uh huh. Right. Let's let's Google the Ever Given. Is it? Is it stuck? Mm. Oh, it's not stuck anymore, you guys. It's not stuck. It doesn't seem to be. They, uh, it seems to be moving. It's yeah. moving. There's a ship stuck in this. Was it the Suez Canal for like six days? Yeah. I don't know. Microsoft Flight Simulator put it in for a little bit. That's that link I sent you on Discord. There we go. Yeah, because I remember seeing earlier reports this morning saying that strong winds had pushed it back into uh, being stuck, uh, but does not seem to be the case anymore. See, I was at a game shop playing some X-Wing, as one does, and one of the owners was talking about this new meme. They're like, yeah, there's a ship that's stuck, and I kind of... I kind of turned around, like, kind of hollered out, hey, is, is the ship still stuck? And she was like, ah. Looked it up. Yes, it's still stuck. And I was like, all right, good. So. Yeah, just. It's a good meme. Uh, Apparently that canal had, like, what? I, I was saying, like, 100 cargo ships per day are supposed to go through it or something. Yeah, it's. It's the Suez Canal is a very important uh, little uh, route for a lot of trade, and we made a ship too big for it because we don't understand how to actually like keep things from like getting so big that they eventually become excessive and break the systems we refuse to improve. Oh, uh, this ship did not meet regulations. I think someone got bribed to let it through. That's the rumor I was hearing. So that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me as well. As well. All right. Let's see. The first thing on here. Uh, you know, it's always a good week when you're you're talking about and you just talk about Halo Infinite. Always the first thing. <clears throat> they uh. They smashed a piano into pieces. This is a uh, this is a Verge article from a YouTube video that uh, so they're getting some sound. They wanted to make some sounds in Halo Infinite, so they're smashing a piano. Oh, this is it's a grim sight. Like this video is weird. They're... I would be. They're like yeah. So when was 
They're like making engine sounds, kind of sounds like with this. Yeah, well, see, like what they do is they start like bashing the sort of, I don't want to say facade, but like surface impression of the piano. You know, you break away the keys uh, and like the natural endpoint for like, if, if, and I don't know shit about like the internals of a piano, but like the strings um, that, you know, what they're connected to. And so you basically have raw inside piano that they're constantly messing with. And at one point they're dropping like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if like, it looks like dry ice. Yeah. They, they're putting like little chunks of dry ice on this. And then they put like a big block of dry ice and they're stepping on it on top of the strings. Yeah. And it's just like making weird vibrating noises. Yeah, and they're capturing, like, this sound with, I imagine, very expensive audio equipment. Uh, and this is, I don't know, not the vibe I thought anyone was going for with Halo Infinite. This is almost a nightmare. I love this. This is like, this reminds me of the, um, there's this, the uh, the witch or the vich, whatever people call it. It's like the two Vs in it. But um, the, the musician for that movie that they hired to do the score created like this box called the nightmare box which is this like it's like a music device that has a, a bunch of weird different instruments like woven into it like it's got a bunch of metal rulers that are coming out that he'll like click for stuff and there's like a two string guitar in the middle and then a bunch of just weird creepy noises that are in that movie that movie has a atmosphere austin i yeah it's, it's a it's a horror movie yeah i mean i don't know i don't know if you've seen it but it's it's got uh, a very no. good soundtrack that like it's spooky yeah i haven't seen it who do you think i am it uh in my opinion it does more than other more horror movies have done in the last like 10 years it feels like a like a classic horror movie Oh yeah, that's yeah. Let's see. Sounds sounds cool. I just no, it's okay. too spooky. It was very spooky. There's a goat, and he's very evil yeah. looking. Like, my mother and I went to go see The Quiet Place, and like that movie's not scary. Yeah, that's like an action movie. Dude. That's like a thriller. Yeah, that's like an action movie. We had to like there were several times when like we had to cover our faces because like shit would happen, and we'd be like, ah, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Hey, apparently Total War Rome at Fort is getting a 4K remaster, Austin. What's up with this? What's I don't I don't know anything about this game series. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So this is like the like so Total War Rome is like the third uh game made by in Creative Assembly's uh like Total War series. The most recent entries being uh like Total War Three Kingdoms and like Total War uh, Troy. And with the upcoming um, Warhammer, Total War Warhammer 3. Uh, and so this is a remaster of, like, that really old, uh, the really old Rome game, uh, which is really, I think, could be run on, like, an, on basically every system and really does show its age and its interface and, uh, like, map design and also just general encounter, like, AI. And so what's happening here is it's getting like a, a, I imagine a huge visual update and a additional 
let's see, the actual number that they quote here is 16 previously unplayable factions that you can now play uh, with alongside like the 22 you could within the expanded uh, Rome Total War game. Yeah, it's got some cross-play too between Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. Hey, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Yeah, and so like Realm Total War is an interesting like one to remaster uh because a lot of what like made this makes this game really interesting is that like the the general like unit uh, I don't want to say design, but like unit composition or army composition that existed within like Realm Total War is so much different from like what you would get once they got on to like uh Total War like medieval, right? Once you get to medieval, and medieval kind of informs just about every other total war they make in a very real way, aside from like maybe Rome 2. But Rome 2 was also a disaster when that first released. Oh no. Uh, yeah, like it's just a, a litany of features and content and like a really messy politics system uh, that didn't really work. So. I don't know how much of this re they haven't said much about this remaster and like what actual systems are going to get like improved and generally like worked on. They do say they're overhauling the diplomacy system within Rome Total War, but we don't actually know what that's going to look like yet. If it's going to like take more inspiration from hopefully like the Three Kingdoms sort of diplomacy system, which was fantastic as far as like a Total War diplomacy system goes. Which we heard much good things about when you were playing it a couple months ago. Oh yeah, like that was like, Three Kingdoms was like the game of the summer for me when that released in 2019. Nice, very cool, very cool. Yeah. Hey, what if you went outside again, Austin? What if... Don't. What if, uh, what if you went outside and you hung out with your Pikmin? Because um, you can't make me. <clears throat> Niantic is like, just making a Pikmin AR game, and this is the most adorable fucking thing. I hope, I hope like you'll point your phone down, and there's just like a bunch of Pikmin walking around. You'll be like, "Hey, go pick up this fruit for me and bring it back, you guys. I need this fruit." But yeah, Pikmin. It's a Nintendo video game where there's a bunch of. I would call them. I would call Pikmin like little elves almost, except. They have this big yeah, like flower kind of head as well. Almost like Keebler elf vibe in like general size and not like aesthetic, but attitude. You know, Austin, what if I just bought Pikmin 3 on the the Switch right now? I mean, I'm surprised you haven't. Like, I know people really like this game. It's not one I've ever messed with because the only time I ever played Pikmin was in, like, the front lobby of a hair salon that was like, we're cool, we got video games in the front. And nice, nice. I got, like, to the really big part where the monsters came out and, like, started eating my Pikmin, and I never wanted to touch it again because I didn't want my Pikmin to die. Yeah, they, they your Pikmin get eaten. It's uh, it's wild. Um, I was just, as we're talking about it, I'm just thinking about Pikmin. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could play this. Because I... I I started playing Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, which is, like, an older GameCube game. And I was like, oh, this is cool, but this is really slow. But uh, Pikmin 3, the Wii U version, came right yeah. out on Switch again. I mean, yeah, like I just... 50 bucks on Amazon. Let's see. 
And I wonder what, like, what is, like, the gameplay loop of this app? Is what I wonder. Like, because the, the, the loop of Pokemon is so well known, right? Like, it's so simple to get, like, to get an idea of. Um, it's really easy to, like, to work with. And also that property completely dominated pop culture for, like, the better part of the 90s and uh, early 2000s. I don't know if Pikmin's going to have that same sort of universe. Well, he definitely doesn't have that same universal appeal, but I don't know if they can sell people on it in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good... Oh, Pikmin 2 is on the Wii. Interesting. Um, You know, I remember... Pokemon... One of the things that I thought Pokemon Go did really well to, like, keep you just in it was like i think the leveling system and watching like the numbers go up because those numbers went up austin and your pokemon could beat people up in gyms so i don't know yeah. maybe they'll have like a maybe you'll have like a level Gamers. and you Gamers once you level up you'll have more pikmin you know what i'm saying yeah but like what i just i just wonder what that looks like um and we're not going to know them for like i, I get probably another year um yeah. at least yeah but like what does like what do you get what do you have your pikmin doing here are they just collecting fruits is there any sort of like challenge like are, am i gonna watch my pikmin get eaten on my phone you know you'll probably it'll probably have the same thing pokemon go has. it'll probably have like i hope it'll, it does the faction thing pokemon go does which i i thought was also interesting where you were fighting to control territories of yeah, like, like places that are nearby you and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, faction thing could be interesting. Hopefully, Pikmin doesn't like have that same situation where everyone's just like, "Oh, I want to be on the team Mystic because the leader's hot." Um, yeah, or everyone picks the red team, and then the yellow team is nobody there. Yeah, every, and then maybe there's everyone some picks on the like. Team. The Articuno, like yeah, everyone picks like the like the blue Articuno team and the which is Mystic, I think, and the uh, like the Moltres uh, red team, and then yeah, like Valor. Team, Valor, yeah, and Team Zapdos or whatever they're called, they're just like oh, we're there. fucked, you guys. Team Instinct here, what's up, you guys? Is that their name? Did you Google their names or do you? <sighs> no, I just I just know them. I I was I picked the blue <laughs> one because I was like ah oh, yeah, I heard I'm like I'm like a. I'm like a Ravenclaw so in Harry Potter, so I'd probably just pick the blue one in this because they were the I mean, smart I kids. Yeah, I definitely picked the blue one because I saw Articuno attached to that faction, and I was like, "Yes, my favorite." Yeah, I like Articuno is really cool, but man, I'm just getting into my little like Zapdos and uh, Pokemon Let's Go is really fucking strong, actually. Just like oh yeah, you, like uh. It has a high speed value, so it like always hits first. Some other things. Yeah, like Zapdos is the like of these of those legendary birds that exist in that first generation. Zapdos is the one I stuck with in like uh, Leaf Green. Zapdos very cool. Go to the electric plant to find him hanging out. You know whatever. Just hanging out in abandoned electric electric plant. Soaking like up the vibes. <clears throat> All right, this is. Got it. We uh, we both collaborated and found the news for this, and uh, yeah, there's some rumors going around. This is a Eurogamer story. Um, 
Call of Duty Returns to World War II. This is something that would be the Sledgehammer team who made uh, Call of Duty 2017's Call of Duty World War II. And also, um, didn't they do Advanced Warfare? I think they did Advanced Warfare. Sledgehammer? Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did Advanced Warfare because I think Infinity Ward... Yeah, Sledgehammer did. Was working on... Advanced Warfare. uh, Like, Infinite Warfare? Yeah, Infinite Warfare, which came out the year after. Wasn't too well received. Uh, That game is interesting, but it's just not what the... It's just too much future for people, I think. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you just have too much future in your Call of Duty, you know? And, I don't know, Kit Harington being like a military leader of Mars? Um... Isn't is it that interesting? Yeah, you know it's weird because I played a bunch of Infinite Warfare and I also played Titanfall at the same time. And Infinite takes is like a hundred years before Titanfall two, and there's some kind of interesting like, oh yeah, this is like the baby steps of colonization of planets in Infinite Warfare. It's it's kind of neat. Oh yeah, that wouldn't like we can't we can't start drawing narrative lines between Call of Duty yeah. and Titanfall. I can't take this. If you do that, I'm gonna have to buy those games again. Uh, this no. is true. This is true. Um, so yeah, the, the rumor is World War Two, or it might just be a modern day thing if it doesn't end up being this. Which is what I'm guessing. Because yeah. they, they, I don't think they want to go back to future at all. I don't think. Oh, they definitely don't want to go back to future. Uh, yeah, this, this is sort of Sort of, yeah, World War Two currently codenamed Call of Duty World War Two Vanguard. Uh, yeah, like, hasn't been officially confirmed. Though Eurogamer is sort of is like corroborating a report from Modern Warzone that this year's Call of Duty will be nice. World War Two, not like a sequel to World War Two, but nice. like another game set. And that there's additional reporting from Modern Warzone that the game would take place in alternate timeline uh, where like 1945 wasn't the end of World War II. Um, oh. It was like the Eurogamer report sort of alleges that that detail is not accurate. And that it is going to be a traditional World War II setting. What? Okay. So maybe, yeah, so maybe they'll focus more on like the theater of war present in I want to say, like, the fifth Call of Duty, or World at War, right, which is yeah. a lot of the sort of American-Japanese, uh, like, Pacific Island theater of war and the Russian invasion of Berlin. Let me tell you something that blew my mind, Austin. What's up? I got this ad for uh, Pokemon Swag on that, and apparently the GameCube had a disc they sold that was a storage box for Ruby and Sapphire. So I was like, there's like a picture of Ruby and Sapphire, but for the GameCube, and I was like, what the fuck is this? What are you talking about? So I think it's like a memory card or something? I don't know. I'm Lucent Austin. That wouldn't lucid. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, um, you can store if it was like you can store a completely of one thousand five hundred Pokemon on here. Yeah, like if completely derailed. Uh, 
And buy this for seven grand. I'm surprised this isn't like a. I want to say like what they had with uh, on the N64 with Pokemon. Uh, well, really, any Pokemon game that was on the Game Boy, where you could like attach this uh, like Game Boy game reader to your uh, N64 controller. And if you put the Game Boy cartridge in that, you had like a specific app in Pokemon Stadium, I believe is the name of that one. Pokemon Stadium, where you could go and you could play your Game Boy uh, Pokemon game on your N64 on your TV. Yeah, and I think this one's just a storage thing. I don't know. You just pass. It just gives you a disc and a memory yeah. card. Um, which yeah. Is wild. So- I'm surprised there wasn't more to that because that was my favorite part of like Pokemon Stadium was just being able to play a real Pokemon game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. I remember the. Um, they were just like fighting. You, yeah, uh, it was Pokemon mostly like, like fights, and you would do gyms. Would, you, yeah, like Pokemon Stadium is like a between. like gym boss rush mode where you then go fight the elite four and the champion and then you have free fights Ooh. and mini games like sand true dig where you make the little sand true dig into the ground and look for water or uh or there's the sushi one yeah the sushi one where you look at tongues and you go find food uh but yeah like most of that game's like most of the playtime i logged in that game was from just putting the pokemon crystal um yeah man i or is it blue i don't know if crystal worked with that app I think Stadium 2 was silver and gold. I think Stadium 1 might have been yeah. red and blue. I'm looking at this Pokemon Coliseum listings too, because that game, that game's a banger on the GameCube. You start on, you know who your two starter Pokemon and Pokemon Coliseum are, Austin? Who are your starter Pokemon? It's Espeon and Umbreon, the homies. Oh, wow. oh, yeah, this is, that's right, Pokemon coliseum this is see i only know this as the i thought coliseum was like the sort of the diamond the name for the diamond and pearl like pokemon stadium rip um i forgot that pokemon coliseum is actually the uh game that precedes uh xd gale of darkness yeah yeah they did coliseum and then xd gale of darkness and they both are the same map and the same engine yeah, I should. You can call it him. You play as like the dad of the kid next to Gale. Oh, huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, you have like a thing on your arm that lets you snatch people's Pokemon. Because originally the team in that game were stealing Pokemon, and you took it from them to take yeah. dark Pokemon, which were like shadow-infused Pokemon that man were te- meddling with, and they're fucked up so you're trying to cleanse them this team yeah, so like snag them is trying to snag them yeah and like you have a like you have like a thing on your arm like an apparatus that lets you like snatch them but I think within Call of Duty like there's a woman you travel with who becomes uh, I guess like you form a romantic attachment like a woman who travels with you the darkness in the yeah, you can see the darkness I played that game. I, uh, it's really cool. So the cool part about that game is um, it it all it looks like it takes place in what I would call like the American West. There's like a lot of deserts and like giants running around and 
some small cities. Like the soundtrack is very like different in a way that I enjoy. But uh, these are like all sixty dollars, and I don't want to pay that much money for. It. But yeah, it's the Ruby and Sapphire yeah. stuff. Like you, you get the three dogs. You get Entei. You get Suicune. You get um, right. I don't know what the fucking electric dog is. I was gonna say Raikou, but that's just Raichu sounding differently. Yeah, like it's damn XD Gale was good shit. Um, I didn't see. I skipped XD Gale Darkness. I just did Coliseum. XD Gale, kind of. I I, I didn't play Coliseum, right? So I feel like what I had was XD Gale. I remember. I think it it seems pretty similar. Like there's another thing with Shadow Pokemon instead of like a thing that instead of having to go around with someone who can like see the shadow like now your apparatus is this like tech-based thing where you have like a sort of a scanner right like a dragon ball z scanner attached to it or scouter i should say um so that way you can like determine the shot you can find the shadow in the pokemon and so your whole thing is like snagging them from team snag them or whatever you're fighting in that game and then bringing them to like some nature area once you've built enough of a relationship to get the shadow out of their hearts i think it's kind of wild that we're both into pokemon and we played the other version of these two gamecube games i think that's really funny um this is yeah this is essentially like i got to snag some play sessions of this game uh while like staying at a friend's house dope. Uh, all right Completely derailed. Yeah. Welcome to our Pokemon Welcome XD Gale Coliseum the fan Pokemon cast. cast. Let's we'll talk in Pokemon every week, and it's gonna be very boring. Um, you know what? Hell yes, let's do it. Yeah, I, I could. I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't want to play Sword and Shield again. You can't make me. I'm not going to. I'm like. <laughs> We're not gonna play any Pokemon. The only thing you can convince me to do is like clean out the battery and like pokemon crystal and hey maybe uh, i'll play leaf green yeah. all right all right we, uh, back to the news getting on back on the rail um <laughs> see those rails we gotta yep. get back on yeah uh rec room which is a popular game that uh i think it's free to play has some microtransactions this is a wall street journal story it has been valued at uh, i guess the company or the game Valued at $1.25 billion in fundraising round, which is kind of fucking wild, because I don't hear shit about this game, but apparently kids like it, and I found a TikTok video about Rec Room, and I don't know what's going on. This this game's from June 2016 as well. Yeah. It's wild. Um, I, I think I remember seeing like early Rec Room stuff, like Giant Bomb Impressions that didn't sort of that didn't really impress me in any way but i mean you know it's a pandemic and social platforms like this like are going are going to become exceedingly popular <laughs> in the wake of not being able to go outside and hang out with people yeah and and this game you can i'm sure the thing that got this to be more popular is that they made like you can get this as a non-VR game as well. Yeah. Like I was just playing it on my... It's probably my PlayStation. I don't know. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's totally compatible. Both versions are compatible with each other. Um, 
I remember a bunch of kids screaming at me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think I should be doing this. Why are they screaming at me? But um, <laughs> like I was in some lobby, do because the quests are weird too. Like and and there's like friendly fire. And I don't know if you can turn it off. And I was people were just shooting me the whole time. I don't understand, Austin. I understand. But um, yeah. Look, see, I'm this is like out this right on now, this game's out on like everything it. too, which is like another wild thing. Yeah, like I'm I'm looking at this game right now and I don't understand what's going on. Um, okay, this this game is Roblox. But it's not Roblox, I guess. It's like, okay. when you load it up, there's a bunch of lobbies with a bunch of different types of games in it. Like, there's a paintball game. There's, like, a a weird, like, handicraft Dungeons & Dragons thing where it looks like you're going through, like, a high school that someone turned into, like, a Dungeons & Dragons cave, kind of. And you're running around okay. swinging. Like, you have a sword and a shield, and if you're playing in VR, you, you bring the shield up with the... The controller and stuff. It's just got okay, a bunch of. More. There's like sports games and Pictionary. There's a bunch of user created content. It's just like a f open space to hang out in. Yeah, it's like I get the I get the appeal of like an interactive open space. Um, you know, like you have like chat apps like discord but like building chat and interactivity into a game like this is like i'm sorry we're not seeing like more like stories of like the success of games that exist in the space of a rec room of a rec room yeah and i'm surprised like like okay i know there's warzone but i'm surprised activision i don't i, I guess it wouldn't be activision but i'm surprised like what if call of duty had like a team based thing where you weren't just shooting people too. What if you had like races and like, well, it's like, I'm picturing it's like a war <laughs> hanging out in world war two, you know, cause that's fun. I'm just, I'm just thinking about like GI Joe's like a cartoon idea where you're just hanging out with Cobra and y'all are racing each other. And it's like, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon of GI Joe styled like rec room i'm just thinking i'm just thinking about stuff we're we're in a pitch meeting austin i'm pitching yeah we're in a pitch meeting um and we are trying to sell uh <laughs> who who did modern warfare who did warzone infinity ward infinity ward yeah. on our idea for a warzone so social space that does not like i don't know throw you in a gulag um well the gulag's there the gulag's there but you're uh you're throwing gulag, popcorn you're, you can eat popcorn yeah, the too. interior yeah. of the gulag has been redesigned so that way it forms a section of the longer uh racetrack it's true it's true i am um, um, that would be an undertaking i don't know i understand why they wouldn't be interested in it considering the amount of money and resources that would eat up yeah but it might might turn something the the thing that i keep thinking about it's like it's rec room it's roblox it's minecraft it's like among us it's all these free games that are like social games that have microtransactions end up making like the, I guess this game may was making like a decent amount of money. Um, let me let me look at this article because the the Wall Street Journal one was closed off. Um, they have a million monthly active VR users. 
and that number tripled during the pandemic. I don't know if that's actually VR. I don't think a million people have a VR headset. Oh, here we go. More than 15 million lifetime users. I wonder if they count everybody as VR users. I'm, I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a million people have VR headsets. Yeah, that could it's, be true. They're getting cheaper, and you can get them for like a hundred bucks, or use your phone. Yeah, or whatever. like that's still, and it's still not like a lot for like giving VR a space as a like a mainstay within games right now. It's, I mean, it's, it's not going anywhere, of course, but. Like within like the grand scheme of people who play games, be like a million's still not a lot. This makes me hope to see PSVR two take off in like a good way with like really good tech behind it. Cause I think PSVR one, like I heard Jeff Gersman off a of giant bomb talking a lot about how he thought the connecting and like the way PSVR like tracked you was just really really bad and it was just a little it felt like the lowest end of the other headsets which hey they made their money back and now they're making a stronger headset is what we're seeing i think well i mean yeah like this like that's kind of like ps4 vr is kind of what you get when you like try to apply vr to a system where that wasn't like an idea when you first made it in such a way where like you need to release a second version of that system to properly like uh give VR a chance on your platform. Yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of people who liked it and I know there's some cool games. There was some like um like some Avalon type games where you don't know who the bad guy is. I guess people call them Among Us type games now. That's the closest allegory actually. There's like Werewolves Within is one of my friends played a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like the social dynamics of VR like that where you're playing party games and stuff. I think that's cool. Hey, you know what else has been it's really popular that I, I don't understand, Austin? Well, I do understand because it's like outside of the US is where this is really popular. It's PUBG Mobile has been downloaded more than a billion times. A billion? Yeah. Everyone has a phone too, as it turns out. Yeah, it turns <laughs> Turns out the folks at Blizzard are right. You got phones. Um Yeah. Yeah. They have a they have a uh, Godzilla versus Kong multiplayer Blizzard event not in the being game affiliated right now. with PUBG in any way, shape, or form. That's just a very uh joke. Um I'm sorry, what Austin? Uh, Blizzard is not associated with uh, PUBG in any real form. That is just a joke based off of a separate news story from a couple of years back that very few people will get. Um, yeah, about Diablo phone. Yeah, about, phones, about yeah. the Diablo yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like, pub, like a free version of PUBG is doing very well. Yes. Hey, mm, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I watch Godzilla vs Kong now? Is that what I'm doing after this podcast? Is it out? I think it's out. I can I can go to Santico's Embassy I and watch this like movie in the movie theater if I want to, or I could stay I, at home I, and uh, eat some pizza. I yeah I have a I have an HBO Max like thirty day free trial if you want to use that. Uh, you know it comes out in two days on HBO Max. Uh, I, no I I got Max when I uh, watched the Snyder Cut so. 
Okay. I gave them like... their fifteen dollars worth of blood money to spend four hours watching like half of something that's interesting and half of something that like I well, already saw. I say, I don't know that the beginning and the end of that movie were cool, but I was like bored in the middle of it because it's Batman and a robot spider, whatever. PUBG Mobile will make money though. I, I don't know. Maybe if I get a new phone, I'll try it out and hook a controller up to it and hit some noobs up. This game looks wild. I bet this game is wildly different than regular PUBG too. Like there's shields in this or something. I don't know. I have like I haven't touched uh like PUBG since ooh for like a better part of a year at this point. So I have no idea what that looks like anymore. I have no idea if that's like what if PUBG now has shields in it. Yeah, it just looked like someone had some shields on this, like, promotional art for it. Um, well, I mean, yeah, like, the promotional art has, like, the, like, player character, like, shirt surrounded by, like, a ring of blue shields. I have no idea what, like, the, what we consider real PUBG uh, has going for it these days. And damn, what an interesting, what an interesting story like that game's success, only to be overshadowed and eclipsed by Fortnite. Yeah, and uh, no, I mean PUBG is still one of the top selling games. It's just not. Oh yeah, like, people just don't talk well. about it in the states as much. Yeah, like it's performed very well, uh, but like within the discourse of like when we talk about years from now, when we talk about like battle royale games as a moment like it's not going to dominate the conversation in the same way that a Fortnite will no but i love the pubg map oh pubg maps are good like that first one's really good that second one was a bit too big and that third one made some really interesting i gave you some really interesting encounters but yeah oh yeah did i this is um okay this is before the other stuff was coming out but i have like a list of best-selling games from 89 to 2019 and i think PUBG was like the third best-selling games under minecraft and gta 5 so it's in our discord but this is according to gameology it's one of those yeah. graphs that tick up over time and change those it's like some popular youtube format where people get you to click on it because you want to see the information i guess well i mean yeah it's a youtube ad i mean it's a, like it's an ad for a channel on facebook um i'm not I'm not super like damn, I fucking no this was ads. a video i, I get watching. minecraft this is a video um yeah minecraft was like what was that saying? 1.7 yeah. million copies sold? Yeah. Minecraft is uh, ridiculous as a thing. Like, no one talks it. We don't talk about it and give it the same, like, social space we used to. But, like, Minecraft is still um, fucking wicked successful. Yeah. Okay. Here. Yeah. It's 179 million. GTA 5 was 110 million. This is from two years ago, but I don't have the information for it currently. PUBG, 100 million. Tetris, 60 million. We Fit, 44 million. 
which is probably 44 million Wii's sold. Um, uh, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 41 million. Diablo 3 40 million. Didn't didn't expect that. Uh, Mario Kart Wii 39 million. Then Black Ops 2 and Skyrim. Hey, this is a this is a popular PC gaming opinion. Is um, are there PC gamers out there who hate consoles, Austin? And why would they? Why would they? Why would you hate? A PlayStation or an Xbox? Tell me. What the Austin. fuck are we? What the fuck is? You open up this line of questioning. Um, I don't know. Some people don't have better things to do. You know, like who cares? It's true. I know. I know people don't like consoles, but like whatever, they're fundamentally like the thing that turned this hobby into the success story that it is now in the industry. It is now. Like, get over it. Valid point. Speaking of good stuff coming to consoles, Austin, is 22 idea at Xbox games are coming to Xbox Game Pass. Speaking of things that revolutionized why and why console games are successful. As I will say, Game Pass yeah. is pushing that forward. Yeah, like and Game on Pass PC, is sort and on PC. A new like avenue of success for Xbox in the wake of... Well, probably... I doubt they'll ever like end up catching up with the PlayStation now in terms of like sales for like unit for like consoles sold. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation is still like outselling Xbox, but like, I don't know. So is Apple, I guess. I don't know. They're both. I think I, I like, I like both boxes. I have both boxes. I, I want to have. Both boxes. Oh yeah. They're both like, like I'm not saying like, I want to sleep in my bed the other. put my series like, S right next to me. I want like, you know, like I want, and one of the newer Xboxes because like PC Games Pass is left out in a very real way um, with like some of the bigger announcements that for that platform. Um, and I'd like to just mess around with stuff on a console and like have everything that's coming to Game Pass there. Uh, and like I want like a PS5 because fucking Demon Souls. Um. And other stuff. Who knows what'll be two years from now? As well. Two years, maybe we'll finally get like the Bloodborne update, please. <laughs> Bloodborne two, let's go. Oh yeah, like a Bloodborne two, like a Bloodborne that runs at sixty frames. Like yes, let's go, give it to me. That's all I need. Yes. Yeah. So twenty two ID at Xbox games are coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. Correct. Do you want to read the list down for me? Uh, we want to do the whole list. Uh, let's see. Art of Rally. Astria Ascending, Backbone, Boyfriend Dungeon, have played this. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, Craftopia, have not played that. Dead Static Drive, Edge of Eternity, Hello Neighbor 2, Library of Runein, yeah. Little Witch in the Woods, Moonglow Bay, Narita Boy, Nobody Saves the World. I hear good things about Narita Boy also. Omno, Recompile, Sable. She Dreams Elsewhere, Stalker 2, which is not coming to PC Game Pass Day 1, seems a little, I don't know, seems like a slight, uh, The Ascent, Undungeon, Way to the Woods, and Wild at Heart. Nice. That's that's the list. Nice. Uh, well, you know, PC Game Pass does have cool stuff. It's got it's got I mean, it Master Chief Collection. I hope Gears of War Six comes out to PC Game Pass. 
day and date because yeah. they have Gears Five on here and they have Forza Horizon Four. Yeah, I don't mean to like disparage PC Game Pass as like not being worth it. It's a cool service. It is just like demonstrably not being treated as like an equal platform. No, like, I agree. The X Cloud and console Game Pass. Yeah, it doesn't have as much um, stuff. I think that yay. Play thing just came to it. Though. Yeah, like EA Play hit, like EA Play hit, um, but that's also like how you, that service works. Like I, t- I told you about this like last week with like how that service works is like you have these additional hoops to jump through, and that you have to download a new EA launcher that is not Origin that is in beta, and so like parts of it barely work. Um, Bummer. Clo- getting games to like actually close. And for that launcher to read that your game has closed is a real, like, is a whole process. There are a lot of, like, interesting games. Like, you know, like, the first Titanfall is on there. There's no reason to play the first Titanfall because nobody's on it. Hey, they just threw it up there. Uh, Speaking about something interesting happened on my Xbox. So, um, I got Games with Gold for a month. <clears throat> and I downloaded Gears 5 and Lost Planet 2. And when I tried to log into both of those games, Gears 5 wouldn't let me on because it said I needed gold to play this because I got it with games with gold. Yeah. But Lost Planet th- 2, a 360 game, was just like, I'm not even going to check for this. Just play me. And I was like, that's weird. I didn't buy this game. <laughs> yeah. No, it, that's also weird. Because, like, once, like, this is strange. Because once they got to, like, the Xbox One, um, is when they started implementing that kind of DRM to the Games with Gold program because, like, 360 games don't have that. Um, like, back when they started the Games with Gold program on the 360, when they announced the Xbox One, it was just you get it with this program and you own it. Yeah, so I think if you download the Xbox 360 games with Games with Gold, you just keep them after. Yeah, it's what kind of wild. Yeah, like I, I went onto the Windows Store and I technically own Lost Planet too. Nice. Uh, I can't play it no. because I don't have the console, but but like my Xbox account technically has Lost Planet two attached to it. Oh, okay, I got you. I thought you meant you had it on the P- the PC version of um, Lost Planet two is also broken as fuck and it really sucks. Yeah, no, it's. It's not like available through the Windows Store. You can go to the Windows Store to, you know, for Games with Gold. You can go to the Windows Store to activate the product code. Um, since I have, I'm on like the Game Pass like Ultimate Free Trial until like May. Um, so like you can activate uh, like products and attach them to your account through the Windows Store. You just can't mess with them at all unless you have the console. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah. So the Steam version is Games with Windows Live, our favorite. Um gaming app that yeah. all the user IDs are broken you can't match make with people because it's nobody uses that part of games of Windows Live but this was like before the before times of Microsoft like PC gaming with I don't know Capcom was doing something um well, what's the next one we got is that oh yeah there there's some changes coming I didn't I thought you could use party chat if you didn't have gold, but I actually, you might have needed gold to do party chat. I don't know. Apparently, they're changing it, is what they're saying. This article from The Verge, 
along with its other Xbox Live free-to-play stuff to where you can play, like, Fortnite without gold, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, like, private parties were on both con- or are on both consoles, uh, both PlayStation and Xbox, like, something that you need their premium service to actively use. I didn't know that for PlayStation. I thought you could just... I've never, I've never not had PlayStation Plus on PlayStation, so I guess that's another thing. Yeah, like, I've let PlayStation Plus lapse a few times. I've not been able to. Okay, so you currently don't have it... So you can't make a private party chat? No. Huh. Interesting. I guess you would use game chat, then. Yeah, like, like that's what... Free-to-play stuff. Yeah, use game chat for that social interaction. Or that, like, game interaction to, like, navigate with people. It's it's a fucking mess. It's kind of of a fucking mess, it sounds like. They should should roll that backwards. Yeah. I wonder how it is on PS5. I wonder if it's any different. Who knows? Maybe Um, I'll get a PS5 and let it lapse and see what happens. Uh, Hades won the BAFTA award for Game of the Year. This is something you sent me out. What's up, Austin? What's up? Yeah, so we had the the BAFTAs happened, right? The BAFTAs being the sort of it's an acronym for something, and I always forget because no one. The thing is, is no one says what the BAFTAs stand for. Everyone just says BAFTAs, and it irritates me. It's like okay. British? No, it's not even. That's not even what that is. It's whatever. So it's a British, uh, like a British, uh, like academy that like is similar to like what we would say maybe the Oscars for Britain. I don't know. I don't rightly know because I yeah, could, fuck the I Oscars. Google it. Let's not. Let's not do that. Um. Apparently, you don't yeah. need British Academy of Film and yeah. Television Arts. There you go. There you go. To hell with you, people who refuse to say to just spell out what the BAFTAs are for a stupid American. So yeah, I don't even know what BAFTA means. Um, hey, apparently you don't need PlayStation Plus to join Party Chat. I don't know. This is some Reddit stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should try it and get back to me. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very curious. I'm very curious, Austin. Okay, what am I doing? I don't know. What are you doing? BAFTA. Tell yeah, me about so the BAFTAs. Yeah, so we have the BAFTAs. Um, this being like a less commercial, uh, like the BAFTA Games Awards, like far less like commercialized than I would say the uh, like the Game Awards and Keeley's, Jeff Keeley's Game Awards. Uh, and they're always interesting. There are a number of, I don't think we should go through every category. Um, no, but, but, uh, but you have like you have a number of categories. You have like Kentucky Route Zero One One and Award, which is good. Always pulling for that. Just a Tsushima game. with the uh, audio achievement. I should beat that. Yeah, game. I want to beat that game. Maybe that's, that's what I'm doing the this bit, week. Like a big winner here being like Hades. Hades winning best game, uh, artistic achievement. Um believe voice actor for supporting role went to yeah performer supporting role went to logan cunningham who plays just a lot of people in hades yeah animal crossing Uh, taking some for best multiplayer and best game beyond entertainment 
Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you have a number of award categories where The Last of Us 2 also won out for E-Game of the Year, which is a public-voted category. And also Laura Bailey winning for Best Performer in a Leading Role as Abby. Very cool. The Dice Awards hap- is going to happen as well. They announced yeah. the nominees for that. You don't mind me hopping. Um, yeah, absolutely. Award- like- it's scheduled uh, April 8th, 2021. That's when it's starting. It's, I'm, I'm mostly of the same kind of stuff as like achievement audio design achievement story best game direction best game we'll have to see what kind of, I, I like the i like the um the dev talks that come out of is there no yeah. dice awards don't have dev talks do they i don't know um there can be some at dice right because like dice is like a summit right um kind of thing like you can get some like uh dev talks at dice you're not going to get as much as you get at like a gdc um but dice is like another like award summit that is more like actual like peer like i don't want to say review but like peer award uh as opposed to like what the game awards does uh game awards again like jeff Keeley's thing uh where like they like send out questionnaires to press and then like aggregate the sort of the feedback they get from press and then send out their final nominees uh back to the press and then sort of aggregate that and for make that form their awards, which is a really flawed system. Yeah. Um maybe. Uh not to mention the fact that also like Kiwi's things have to happen like in the year of, so you cut off a lot of games. Um Yeah. And so, like Dice, like Dice is generally speaking an award show that I am more interested in following. Uh, and you have like you know a lot of interesting, like more interesting categories. You have like outstanding achievement for an independent game, where you have a lot of, with the exception of maybe Coffee Talk, so a really strong lineup here. Coffee Talk being like a sort of a. Uh, a visual novel based on like the very popular like fan fiction trope of like ah oh, this is a barista like you you're a barista in a coffee shop and you're being like I don't want to say accosted but being patronized or your shop is being uh, patronized by a famous character from property you like that hey, sort of thing. I was a barista at one point. It's very lonely life, Austin. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's see. a very that's why it's a very popular trope in fan fiction. It's true. It's true. It's just like, what if some dope person came in here and suddenly we were dating? Someone talk to me, please. I can't steam this milk all day. Um, all right, I'm, I'm moving on. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja Gaiden Two has apparently been lost, so we're just getting Sigma versions of those games. Which is like the re-released PS3 versions, I think. I know Sigma came out to PS3. But uh, this is for the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which I thought that was wild. Ninja Gaiden Black for Xbox and Gaiden 2 for 360. Where, like, 
the versions that are lost to time, apparently. Pour one out for Ninja Gaiden Austin. I Turns really want to go back and play these games, my dude. I, ooh, just, these are like the Dark Souls games before Dark Souls. Yeah. What I think about them. Turns out having, like, any way of properly preserving game source code is important. Yeah. And is not something this industry has ever taken into account. And I mean, some people are result. way better at it, but not Konami. I think Ninja Gaiden is Konami. Ninja Theory, what am I saying? It's Ninja. No, yeah, it's uh, it's Tecmo and Team Ninja. They didn't give a fuck. Sigma on PS3, though. I mean, yeah, like, some people are better at it than others, but, like, that doesn't, like, mean much, like, when stuff like this can happen. Like, I, I'm sure this wasn't, like, negligence on anyone's fault. On the fault of like anyone on the team, it's just like why would we need aren't... this later? Yeah, I'm sure it's just like no one's thinking about like a lot. It takes a, a lot for people to like consider and like really think about the idea of preserving video games, like just for the sake of doing so because they are art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what is art? Awesome is Pokemon Snap, Pokemon photography taking pictures of these pokemon you get nighttime photography in pokemon snap according to this verge article and uh april 30th is when it comes out i i keep thinking i don't i don't want to want to buy this game and i want to want to take pictures of the pokemon but i don't want to spend money on it i don't want to pay i don't want to pay pokemon to take pictures of pokemon to buy these pokemon I don't want to play for the po- I don't want to pay for the Pokemon game I actually want to play. That Let me play ridiculous. it for free. Um, yeah, no, this is like everything about new Pokemon Snap looks pretty dope. I I could definitely like it's it's weird that like the two games I'm actually like really excited for this year are both like photography games, considering how much I disliked photography when I had to interact with that in the real world. Yeah, I think we're getting. Oh, I was had something in my um. All right, I think we're getting two Pokemon games this year. Actually, I think Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl are late twenty twenty one. We're getting yeah these in April, which that's kind of wild. I'm I am surprised Pokemon. It took so long for Pokemon Snap to come back because that N sixty four version was like. 20 years ago. It's like 98 or something. Yeah. Fucking 99. That was more than 20 years ago, Austin. I don't even know if that got like like a Wii port, right? No, it just just came out on the the N64 and people took their uh, pictures and um, got them printed out at the blockbusters i don't know if you yeah. know that was a thing it's really it is really odd like how like unwilling to experiment nintendo has been with pokemon oh here we go you could buy this game on the wii as a virtual console title yeah okay so okay and the but wii like, not U like an official 2016. 
re-release. Like, so you can get that on Virtual Console, which is like a service I'm pretty sure they abandoned yeah. at this point. Yeah, they you cannot get on the Wii Virtual Console at all. It is dead. Yeah, it's so like you have to have that downloaded down. onto your thing. Um, it is shot down. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Like, I, I, I've, I'm always interested in like ways you can interact with Pokemon that aren't like inherently going into awesome, this uh, cut out environment there. Oh, there to like fuck up the creatures that live there, so that way you can add them to your collection and then put them in a computer. Yeah, gotta catch them all. It's awesome. Uh, you want this? Uh, you want an ice cream hat in Among Us, or do you want the poop hat? I don't ice play cream, Among Us, so chocolate, chocolate. I was gonna actually, I was gonna ask you, hey, Among Us is on PC and it's like, it's like super cheap. We could play that. Hey, hey, you wanna get sus? We would have to have like an entire group. I'm not playing Among Us with strangers. Ah, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Like that does not. Uh-huh. I'm I'm not interested at all. like in in just the the range and reach that game has had. I'm not interested in interacting with strangers in Among Us. All right, well, let me see if the boat's still stuck. Ah, what a relief. We we check that. <laughs> I was just double checking at the end here. Double checking in case the boat was like, oops. Oops. I, I got re-stuck. I clicked something on this page and it turned and it sent me to the Rickroll song when this start podcast started. And I don't know what happens. It's as if I don't know, it's as if the ever given just loves being everyone's problem. Um I'm not seeing Okay. I am not seeing anything saying that the ship has been stuck once more. No, everything is okay in life. That's the podcast for the for the week. We talked about it. It's today is not Sunday, but it is Monday. But we we're still here to ramble about fucking Pokemon every week. But that's okay. What if what if okay Austin? Okay Austin. I got a Travis. I got a killer video game pitch for you, okay? Okay, it's it's Rec Room, but it's set in Pokemon. You could you could have a Pokemon that could follow you around and you could go meet other people and wave at them and you're hanging out with your Pokemon and then you'll fight and you'll have Pokemon fighting later too. It's all in VR, Austin. That uh... Um, is an idea. It's not one that would ever be greenlit. All right, if you want to find me, I'm at Travis Twenty Three Doyle on Twitter. <laughs> where, where can where can where, where, where you where you at, Austin? Um, if you need me to like take a hammer to your pitch ideas, um, you can find me at Twitter, on Twitter at Beardless Two T W O. Austin's so cold, but he knows where the money is at. We'll uh, we'll see y'all next week. Do I? Uh, it could be. Uh, all right, bye. I haven't bye. found the money. We're, we're going. We gotta go. All right, bye, bye, bye.